Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. What up? You're listening to Almost Accurate. I'm Jake. I'm Ryan. And this is a podcast about movies, about TV shows, about video games, mostly about how we're complaining about the weather, Ryan. We've got, oh. some, we've got some ice. We've got some freezing rain moving in. If you're in most of, uh, most of the United States, you've probably experienced some sort of winter fuckery over the past week, and we're about to get what it What did you tomorrow. tell me when I walked into your house? Tonight? I said, we're about to get fucked by the long, wintry dick of Jack Frost, Ryan. Mm-hmm. And you said... Well, whenever you said you were getting <laughs> fucked, I always thought you were talking about work. I was like, damn, it must be hard. They must be riding you hard. You were like... Jack Frost. And I was like, oh, he's talking about the winter. Yeah, the winter. The winter weather. Yeah, a, <laughs> oh, my a God. Common, a common euphemism for yes. the wintertime weather. Hey, by like- the way, um, <laughs> I just want to. I'm sorry. I'm part squirrel. Uh, so Jake went and looked outside of his blinds at his house and there was someone talking and I moved him. And I don't hear that person talking anymore. They must have knew we were on to them. Right. Because they definitely saw my dick. Yeah. I always why are get you it. always naked? Like, I always get it out when I appear. Why do you window. always get it out? I'm a little uncomfortable <laughs> being here right now. Um, rain check. I'm just like Shia LaBeouf in that one movie where he was creeping on J- J-Lo. What movie is that? Suburbia? Suburbia? Disturbia? Suburbia? Just, yeah. Well, J-Lo wasn't in that movie. It was that old dude lived next door. He was like trying to figure out if he's a killer. He's like, yeah, I'm going to fuck that old guy. Like that didn't happen in that movie. Okay. There's definitely one movie that J-Lo was in where they were. She was like the girl across the street or something. I may be combining about the plot of three Mm. different movies. I think you're thinking J-Lee with Ben Affleck. Yeah, that was definitely what I was confused about. Yeah, you're right. And the wedding planner. The (laughs) wedding planner. (laughs) <laughs> Two golden. I always get the wedding platter and Disturbia mixed up. Yeah, it's interchangeable. <laughs> Jake, what has been happening in your life? Oh, uh, you know, Ryan, we've been buying charcoal grills. We've been buying, <laughs> buying extra water. I didn't don't know if I said this last week, but my water got cut off last That's week. That's what happens when you don't pay the bills. Nope, I did pay the bill. Turns out it was the HOA's fault. <laughs> They were, they, but they, but the good news was that they sent us all an email uh, an hour after they shut. There it was off multiples. And, yeah, they they shut. Yeah, multiple people were affected by this. They were like, ah, uh, you know, after an hour of people not having any water, they're like, it shouldn't be more than eight hours till this. You know, messed on. up, a a wrong. This week, yeah, uh, I had a tr- we had a tree fall beside our house. Uh, didn't wake us up, so it wasn't too bad. Yep, glad uh, to know that in death you would just not even know. Exactly. I <laughs> it's it's a great thing to know that I would just slip into the slip into the darkness without ever 
knowing what happened to me. <laughs> what a comforting thought every night when I go to bed and close my eyes. That's the kind of stuff that'll help you sleep, you know? <laughs> I can dig it. That death's sweet, cold embrace is only a moment away. And As it creeps might, towards you. may even not even know what is happening. It may throw, Death may throw open the blinds and you'll be standing there with your dick in your hands. And Shia LaBeouf Why is won't there even, always Shia dick LaBeouf in your hands won't even know naked? what happened to him. <laughs> Why are you always naked and dick holding, man? Like it's your best friend. Like I feel like you're a, a walking DMX song. I remember whenever he, in one of his songs, he's like, okay, because it's the best friend, because it is. And I was like, all right, DMX ran out of some material <laughs> you're, there. You're really scraping the bottom of the barrel for this one, aren't you? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> why? Um, so Jacob. Ryan, how prepared are you? I am not. We have <laughs> alcohol and we have bread. Food. Because that's what people do in the South. They just get bread. That loads is- and loads of yeast. That's why people have yeast infections, because you eat too much bread. And you shove it up your asshole. No, what? No. Nobody's putting any I don't thing know in what, their orifices. Get out of yeast, here. I don't know what a yeast infection is. It's problem. whenever you eat too much bread. Okay. And your body starts to Produce. reject it through <laughs> your genitals. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, sites. We're also launching our own WebMD site where you can ask us your medical questions Everything and we'll tell you what's death. wrong with you. <laughs> Everything equals death. <laughs> Who are you kidding? You'd be like, I've been sleeping very soundly. Well, that's because the you're- Grim Reaper is going to drop a tree <laughs> on you while you're asleep. You're closer to death. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> Every well, time you get a good night's sleep, just remember you might not wake up the next time. Was it these orthopedic <laughs> mattresses? Nah, bitch. It's because you died. <laughs> grim, the Grim Reaper's memory foam mattresses. That's going to be a way to sell it. But fuck avocado. Let's just get up on that Grim Reaper, y'all. Yep. This episode is brought to you by Scythe Mattresses and Mattress Accessories. Uh, try our, our deathly cold, uh, breathable sheets, uh, grim reaper mattress pads and, or pillows. Uh, I should say that one for the, my pillow guy that was <laughs> the yeah, crazy my pillow guy. guy. Yeah, he was crazy, Yeah, but I guess I, he built like a hell of a pillow. I never got a my pillow. Was it nice? Yeah, apparently the, a my pillow is stuffed with crack cocaine. Oh, well, perfect. <laughs> uh, the resell street value on it is, <laughs> it is way more than you'll pay for it at <laughs> your local Kohl's. That definitely explains why they're so large and fluffy. Yeah, I've never had a my pillow on the for real for real. I've never had one either. I think my mom bought one and returned it. She tried to give it to me and I was like, nah, I bet this, I bet if I sleep on this, I'm going to absorb a lot of conspiracy theories into my brain. I'm going to become a Republican. <gasps> it's like a revert. It's like, yeah, it's like a re- osmosis or reverse osmosis where they told you to sleep with a book under your pillow and you it absorbed into your brain. Now they just put the conspiracy theories into the pillow and well, it makes why would you a fucking s- idiot. <laughs> why would someone tell you that? That makes no sense. That's what they want you to think, Ryan. I was but like, really, I used to sleep with honestly, toys under my What's, what's really going on, teeth. they don't even want to talk about. Because yeah. they could they could even possibly discuss it. But there's proof. And we will prove it. it. Like the Jewish lasers that started that forest that fire started in the Tennessee. forest fires in California. Yes, or California, sorry. There's proof of it, but we won't. People saw I'm, the I'm blue lights. <laughs> they knew what they what they had done. It's because of Hitler. This is how they're getting their revenge uh, by burning down the California. <laughs> yep. Amen. Who's woke? I'm woke. I woke up yesterday. I haven't slept since I've been, but my brain's snorting been all this cocaine and crack out of my, my pillow. That's <laughs> just the thought of someone. 
Welcome to the world. <laughs> you can rub. You sleep on a pillow, then rubbing your gums. Would you wake up for the first thing in the morning? You wouldn't even go to sleep. Like you would just be like on like ten the whole fucking time. It's yeah. like a Red Bull. I, well, I bet a tree wouldn't get you in the middle of the night if you were sleeping with a mind pillow. In that case, I bet you could be like Keanu Reeves in The Matrix and dodge that shit. You would see it falling in. Oh. You're like, Whoa. bullet time. What's up? <laughs> All right, Jake. Yeah, let's go ahead and get started. Let's get to the news, (laughs) world guys. It's late. Let's do it. That's enough riffing. Um, The Last of Us, Pedro Pascal, has been cast as Joel in the HBO series adaptation. Reading his heart. And I think that he's a good choice. He's definitely like a newcomer, though. Like, hasn't he really exploded since the Mandalorian? Like, he's been Wonder Woman stuff. It only you only got to be in one good thing. He was in he can Sic- be a bunch of stuff. Wasn't he in Sicario as well? Was he? I own I think, Sicario, the first one, not the second think, one. He's definitely done some stuff before, but Mandalorian definitely put his name kind of on the on the map. It, it, he has a nice voice too. Anytime, anytime you do a Star Wars thing, people suddenly become aware of you, and sometimes that's a good thing, and sometimes it's a really bad thing. If like you're when not we a make posts, yep. Yeah. <laughs> people are like, "Yeah, we love this," and then we next post this. is like. Yeah, it wasn't that funny. <laughs> you're like, well, that was an original bitch. Or when you're like, you know, isn't it funny how like, you know, when you're Jedi and you die and all of a sudden it's like nothing's different. And people are like, well, actually, you have to do years of force training uh, and you have to very specific circumstances to be able to cross over to the other side. It's a very specific sort of astral plane. And Qui-Gon Jinn was one of the first ones that was able to transfer his consciousness into the living force. Uh, and and be able to and it's like well shit. now everybody's doing it man no one gives <laughs> yeah. a shit and it's like uh, what happened to, uh, what happened to Anakin he just died he was a bad dude his whole life and Force was like all right well I guess you're I've been guess, a bad dude my whole life I'm about to make that shit happen play. I guess you're just showing up to the Ewok party anyways it doesn't matter <laughs> um Jake back what were we talking about Joel and Pedro yes. Pascal <laughs> yes yes <laughs> I think this is a great casting I do um, too I think that he's done well and he's proved himself but I just wonder how that's gonna work with the Mandalorian is he just gonna be like doing one and then doing the other or is he, he gonna give up I've heard rumors that he's been giving up that Mandalorian position which wouldn't necessarily be a hindrance because he just does the voice but I do like his voice he does I think he does the um the he's in the suit and does the voice, but you could definitely, that's the thing about a mask character. If he wanted to cut back, he could definitely just do yeah. record all of his lines for an entire season and probably you just need like a two body days. Double. So <laughs> yeah, you just need a body double and there's no real, um, affliction in his voice. You know, he just like, no, right, he's very, here we go. he's very even keeled the entire time. There's not a lot of, not, not a lot of moments in that show where he's particularly panicked or emotive. Unless, of course, he's taken off his hilt and crying in front of Baby Yoda, but Ugh, that gross. was pull yourself together, you pull yourself bastard. together, man. He's not that cute, is he? he is that cute? But uh, you're that cute. You're man. delicious. I appreciate that, Ryan. You're welcome. I think that's. I think that's good. I'm still torn on a Last of Us show. I think that as far as narrative storytelling in games, that's probably the thing that people are most united. Four is the last of a script. It'll be interesting to see how they can adapt that to a, to a series, but Joel's going to die. Yeah. I'm just eventually. Well, I guess they could go a different route. I'm, I'm just tired of zombie stuff. I think. It oh <laughs> God. Yes. We've discussed this before. Yeah. The, the zombie craze has kind of died down, but damn walking dead has not ended. That's like 
Okay. So Walking, that is pretty much it. a soap opera, right? <laughs> like people want to be like, nah, that was, that's not a soap opera, but that's a soap opera. It's uh, just got zombies in it. I've just never been super into zombie stuff. There's been a few, like if it's, if it's a one-off kind of thing, I'm more inclined to be interested. We love in Shaun it, of the dead. We yeah. watched that. And that was fine. But you know what? I, I just can't imagine telling like a 12, 13 years worth of storytelling within that frame like eventually i don't know that story's got to end sometime and yeah. walking dead is is more like walking never gonna die just because they have they fucking kill off characters in the show and then they're like Glenn. oh we're gonna do a fucking spin-off series or spin-off movie centered around this character it's like who died like 25 stop. years ago <laughs> his name is rick and he says carl carl um, Jack Black's going to be uh, Claptrap in the Borderlands movie. You know, they've really pulled some impressive names. Kevin Hart. For this. Kate Blanchett. <laughs> uh, name a few. I am genuinely interested in seeing how this is going to come out. Jack Black's really come back. I think the Goosebumps movies have really put him back in the forefront. Apparently Jamie Lee Curtis is going to be in this as well. <laughs> yeah, she's... yeah. I seen that, but I, that doesn't really excite me. Like Jamie Lee Curtis, who cars? Well, I thought she was in. She definitely has a big role in one of your favorite movies, Halloween, the twenty eighteen reboot. So I, I rather <laughs> take this microphone and choke myself out. <laughs> you got a fair bit of rope to do it. Yep, there we go. Well, here. Uh, I. Be- <laughs> Uh, Ryan, you posted this one. Sadly, Brooklyn Nine Nine. I posted to- all these. You posted M- majority n- of these. N- yeah, most. I, of I do the Facebook. Jake does the Instagram. <laughs> Brooklyn Nine Nine is coming to a close after eight seasons. Yep, I am on season two. Um, I enjoy comedies and. This is where I'm at. Uh, we recently watched Vice Principles, and I enjoyed that. And I also enjoy this show to give you some idea of what I like. I also like Frasier, and I like The Office, and I like romantic walks on the beach and beach novels. Beach novels. What do you read what, on the I beach? Did I get those backwards? You like butter. I can't believe it's not butter. Thank God. Yep. Uh, I can't believe Post Malone is going to be doing a virtual concert for Pokemon Day. I believe it. Travis Scott did this. And they they have a really strange looking CGI uh, model of Post Malone that looks nothing like a Pokemon character, but also doesn't look much like Post Malone. It has facial the same tattoos. That's, they could have put face tattoos on anybody and be like, it's Post Malone and be like, you know what? I buy that. You're like, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Cool for him. Uh, I'm glad they're doing this, but also I probably could not care less about Post Malone or Pokemon at the same time. Well, Posty's bringing it back. Him and Machine Gun Kelly are like the top dogs right yep, now. They were do they were GameStop and Pokemon cards like twelve week like a couple of weeks before GameStop became a thing. Yeah, Just again, artificially inflating the price of it. <laughs> uh, Ryan, you posted a link to Bam Margera's asking fans to boycott Jackass Four after he was allegedly fired for breaking substance abuse agreements. Unfortunately, the alt press link 
is giving me an error 404 <laughs> when I clicked on it. Well, so I don't know much else that I have to say about it. Oops. Yeah. But man, Bam really sure is looking a lot like Phil these days, isn't he? He is. <laughs> and I see that the Jackass 4 people are like, or the people involved in the movie are like, you need to get help. But he's going to make his own movies, what he keeps posting on Instagram. And then he keeps calling it Jack Flop. And pretty much he just seems like he's been abandoned. Uh, the dude needs help. He's manic depressive or has manic episodes or something like that. Um, they probably all have anxiety disorders from their years of hanging out with each other. I think that this guy <laughs> had some other issues going on and he's always been the one who's been a te- attention seeking and, um, you know, Knoxville's always gotten, and I think there's probably understanding that Johnny Knoxville's like the leader ring leader, but I think Bam had his own little world wherever he did his own thing. And let's be honest. I really like the Viva La Bam uh, TV show. I own all five seasons on DVD. <laughs> which, I'm a uh, bit of a sophisticate. I don't. I own I don't, things. I don't My don't house smells to, of rich mahogany. I don't mean to look down on people that don't own five seasons of Viva La Bam, but what are you doing with your lives? Yep. Get fucked. <laughs> um, Steve-O is... Uh, clean yeah he's crazy. clean and vegan and is like climbing cranes now yeah, and save shamu yeah <laughs> but he climbs these cranes that are on top of these buildings with this tiny like inflatable well a, like like a well like I, yeah. I know i can't pronounce things correctly a well a whale a whale right and like nobody would be able to see that so if he's like hey free shamu like people are not gonna know they're just gonna see some tiny ant like person up on a crane right carrying like some black and white something it's like we would agree with you if we could read anything of any of the signs that you have up there but they're very hard to read is that a dolphin be like no it's a whale let me throw it down to you <laughs> which would be kind of counterproductive i think yeah exactly be like this don't ignore the symbolism of this i'm trying to make a i'm trying to make a political point but ignore the direct symbolism of me throwing this whale off of this crane you just needed to see it anyways anyone seen season one of the boys where the deep is trying to kidnap that dolphin and they get in a car accident and it dies yeah it explodes that's exactly what i think about when he was climbing that crane anyways I th- steve was doing better i think yeah i'm <laughs> excited got, for jack he's got a, he's got all fake teeth and stuff now does he i don't I think, think that so. this movie is gonna hit as well i went back and watched the originals that i absolutely loved and i'm like eh, we, not as funny as i remember it we should do a jackass movie on the podcast we've oh. talked about jackass multiple times <laughs> well, i feel like jackass two or three would be the choice jackass one i think was a lot like tv show jackass one exactly unfocused hilarious but also i'm not sure if absolutely everything translates to 2021 (laughs) exactly now i think jackass 2 is my favorite because i remember laughing so hard in a theater that i nearly threw up but we're talking like 15 years ago which is a little embarrassing to say aloud In that, yeah, in 15 more years, people like you actually watched Jackass. Let me tell you something that I am not excited about Face Off Remake. <laughs> oh, thank God for this one. This one, I believe, is going to take off from where the other one took off, um, or where the last one was. It's going to be in that same universe. I don't think it's going to be. Well, no, it says remake. I've lied to you here. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still, don't do drugs. He's still parsing it together as he reads it, but yes. 
Um, so no Nicolas Cage, no John Travolta, but well, you're going to have the Godzilla lost interest in this Kong director. <laughs> Not going to be good. Everybody knows Nicolas Cage is the best actor of all time. Yeah. For those who don't recall, uh, and this is from comicbook.com. This is not just my flawless memory, or is it? No, it's from comicbook.com. It In the 1997 be. film, it saw Travolta take on the part of FBI agent Sean Archer, great name, yes. with Cage in the role of terrorist slash killer Castor Troy. I could eat be- a peach for Even hours. better name. In a move that has been lampooned endlessly since, and I believe... It's supposed to say in a movie that's been endlessly lampooned since. Travolta has a face transplant done to make him look like Troy, the latter, which undergoes a similar surgery so he can appear as Archer. People Polarity, do this all the time. Shenanigans and explosions quickly ensure as an escalating set of set pieces, same word twice in one sentence, bring the pair together. The film was uniquely suited for the sensibilities of Cage and Travolta, who are forced to play their characters and, in a way, each other's characters. Let's just be honest. Nicolas Cage is the greatest cinematic actor of Human all time. being ever that's ever lived. <laughs> yes. I will say that Jason Statham is my favorite action star with a close Nicolas Cage afterwards. <laughs> you, If those two were in a movie, oh my God, I, I would bust a nut. My jeans. <laughs> yeah, there would be no jeans left. It would just be cream. You need some, you need some jeans for that cream? No. I'm just excited. So, yeah, that'd be pretty friggin' tight. I love uh, some Nicolas Cage. What's your favorite Nicolas Cage movie? I loved him in Kick-Ass. I thought that was more modern. But if I had to pick an old one. Oh, uh, if I had to pick an old one. What's the... Uh, is it Con Air? Oh, yes. Con Air is a good one. Uh, he did one that I saw. The Rock. When I was... I was I think I went on a date with a girl that I only saw once, but I saw this really awful Nicolas Cage movie where it was a disaster movie. And then at the end there, it was like his kids were Adam and Eve or whatever. Do you remember the, this one? Is it the one, the it wicker man in like 2008, 2009? Oh, no, it wasn't the wicker man. I can't remember what it was called, but it was like Nicolas Cage can predict disasters. Like, 20 minutes before they happen so it's not oh, really oh yeah 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 yeah. it's not really the most useful skill to have he's just like hey this train's gonna crash or this plane is gonna fall on a, on a final like, destination ho yeah exactly he's like this plane's gonna fall in a kindergarten and they're just like nah Nicholas Cage and then they're like oh here comes the plate and here's a bunch of dead six-year-olds and he's like I told you that was gonna happen and they're like well it'd be nice if we could have known this like further along ago this is what twister is set up to be you know twister they let their little th- dorothy things fly into the sky and they're like yeah we'll know how to track tornadoes i don't know how that's gonna help you track tornadoes by no. the way that made no sense but this is nicholas cage nicholas cage is the answer to twister the have movie. you seen his history of swear words show i have not and i'm uh, really mad at myself because i keep forgetting about it you should check it out well if we those get the kind short, of weather we're expecting tomorrow it might be okay <laughs> those are uh you're, and if you're only willing to devote like 20 minutes at a time to a Worth the history it. of a particular swear word you'll enjoy it i if you want to learn nicholas cage the swear the history of fuck shit dick Cunt. pussy oh damn is one which is barely even a swear word and then i can't remember what the hell? sixth one is nope hell isn't in there because that's a place mm. that we all are living in currently <laughs> no we're out of um, 2020 come on 
Right. There's hope. There's 2021 has been much different so far. <laughs> yeah. It's been uh, a lot of different. I can't remember what There's the sports. sixth one is, but yeah, it's uh it's good. It's it's a fun it's a fun little romp. You're a fun little romp. Oh. You little Jezebel. Can't wait. What else are we going to romp on through tonight, Ryan? What's, Something about what's this next backbone up? here. Nah, we can you gonna that, skip like, that? You gonna skip the backbone? I talked about that like two weeks ago. Oh, okay. Then why are you posting on it? Okay, it's good. I was like, they're definitely gonna sponsor us. They haven't answered any of my emails. They haven't answered any of my sixty-nine precise emails that I've sent. I feel like you've gone for a number in particular. Least, they could have at least said nice. Um. I so I'm having to go scan through here one more time. Ratchet and Clank. Oh, uh, Ratchet and Clank Riff, Riff Apart coming June eleventh. Excited about that platformer when will we get a jack and dexter game i don't know yep this uh, you some would argue some people would have thought this was a jack and dexter game originally like you motherfucker who told me i need to get a playstation 5 and i was like oh my god really? imagine getting a playstation 5 <laughs> i i went i was literally eating at a restaurant and you sent me something because i had just gotten a tattoo and you're like dude jack and dexter playstation 5 i was like oh my god God, you got up and in the I middle looked, of the tattoo and were like, I've got no, we were at this. the restaurant by that point. It was Natty Greens, and I was like, Oh my god, Megan, I'm gonna have to get this. And then I kept looking, kept looking, kept looking, and then I drove home and I thought while I drove, I was like, This motherfucker is ratchet and like, and then I sent you that. You're like, Oh, dumb. yeah, sorry. This and then you're like, I feel really bad about it. You're dead to me, you're dead to me, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, as excited. Work, as we work through our own personal issues. You're dead to me. <laughs> this is six months ago. Um, Keanu Reeves reportedly passed on Craven the Hunter role in Spider-Man spinoff. Yeah, because I don't think that he's right for this. He's too slender. You need somebody bigger. Craven the Hunter is a mountain of a man. Yeah, and Keanu can definitely kick someone's ass but it's in the less it's in a different sort of you're way. You're comparing a bull to a, a snake. A pathow. Exactly. Keanu is like a sports car. Craven the Hunter is like a tank. Or he's, like a he's like a Hummer SUV. With, no, he's a Hummer with tank treads on I it. I bet he's you'd like to get a Hummer from that guy right there. <laughs> you know, if if he was younger and beefier, he kind of looks Hispanic in this picture that we have. But uh what about um oh Benicio? Uh, I feel like age wise that could maybe work maybe like a javier bardium type i like I him too he's he's pretty big dude he's not like nearly as wide but i think some i think just the physical presence and the voice he could definitely embody that kind of role yeah i really hate when they just go and hire somebody who has the body like a wrestler and they're like the acting's a little off i rather have an actor than the body just get batista and put a wig on him <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or go get Mickey Rourke. He's done some wrestling shit before. He can just be some old dude running around like with hey, a crazy hey, face. There you go. Wasn't he already in the MCU though? It's Iron Man two. It doesn't matter. All right, people come back. People forget. They cut <laughs> people his have hair. Short memories. Yeah, I mean, like Chris Evans. He's been in The Losers. He's been in. Um, oh, fantastic! He's in Fantastic Four. Yeah, no one gives a shit. <laughs> No one gives a shit. Like, just give me the movie. Now, if you cross pollinate cross universes, pollinate. Then- Mickey Rourke and Chris Evans 
You make even, a baby. You don't even want to know what's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to get weird, right? Um, Dave Chappelle uh, reveals Chappelle show back on Netflix. Thank God. After he asked it to be taken off. I guess he got paid finally. Oh, so. He got paid millions. <laughs> um, so that's good for him. Twisted Metal TV show reports reveals Sweet Tooth casting. And first details. Um, did I read this? No, I didn't. But there's uh, Will Arnett. So... Um, you saw Will or this, like, this show has yeah. reportedly offered Anthony Mackie the lead role of John. Well, Kamel Nanjiani was Thank apparently you. once considered as you don't know Kamel Nanjiani. I just can't pronounce his name. Yeah, we you, watched that movie you know recently. Yeah, he the was big, in a, the Big Sick. You the, ever seen the Big Sick? No. Where he's got he's taking care of his sick girlfriend, and Ray Romano's is like his girlfriend's father it's pretty good well isn't the movie that we didn't we review the movie that he was involved in where it was him and his girlfriend and like lovebirds yes no but we talked about it okay but that's we him. talked about the trip yeah the same yeah, yeah yeah okay see i know shit i know shit um, but at the moment, I don't know who they've cast <laughs> we know in this that, show. Like, we can what? know that Will Arnett, quote unquote, for a cameo voiceover role. Perfect. <laughs> so basically not you much. You can read. Yeah. Um, Maybe he'll do some magic tricks or some not so good magic tricks. Yeah. I mean, you know what really bothers me is. Uh, There's no telling. <laughs> a lot of things. Why don't they ever remake this? Like, I feel like Twisted Metal was like one of the funner video games I played as a kid. And it had such like a dark, dark stories and stuff like that. But it was so fun and you can unlock characters and stuff. Why did they come back out with this? Twisted Metal Black was like the pinnacle of everything. Well, because Ryan, there's scary clowns in it. And can you imagine a movie with a scary clown in it? They would. My ever wife get popular? could. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like that didn't take off a couple years ago. <laughs> Random clowns coming out of the. The woods and shit like that. There's Remember even that? some that came from outer space and fucked some shit up. <laughs> yeah, well, that was your pick. That was your movie pick. But I did pick the uh, uh, Killer Tomatoes. So um, we both took an L on that one in, in the month of October, didn't we? Uh, movie theaters oppose minimum wage increase to fifteen dollars. They're like, man, we're gonna have to raise the prices on these movies and this popcorn. Damn, bitch, yeah. you're already paying $30 for a tub of popcorn and two large drinks. A tub of popcorn is about accurate, though. You know. I don't need that much for a large. I can go, I can straight up go to a Mexican restaurant, get a margarita for me and my old lady, and food for about $30. Yeah, we're going to throw some tip on it, but still. <laughs> Not surprising that people don't, but also... The minimum wage has been $7.25 in the U.S. for like 20 years. But who fucking pays that much? And that's false because when I started working long, long ago in 2004, I remember I started at Lowe's then. It was like six twenty five, and that's Ugh. what they started out. Oh, they started me off I at started, 50 I think I started my first job in 2010. I always started at seven dollars and fifty cents an hour. Oh, Richie, fucking! I rich guess over because here. I was I had the privilege of being a white eighteen-year-old male. I got twenty-five. I got a twenty-five cent raise just because of that. I think it. I would <laughs> I like to think I, it's just because you're eighteen. I don't know. I don't know what. Or the maybe they issue just like the way you looked. Maybe. I think I just got hired at my first job because I looked so goddamn good. Exactly. You know, people look at me and they're like, "Damn." 
fucking model. I got model. to put sunglasses on because I don't know. I can't even look this guy straight in the eyes. Just Damn. the amount of absolute radiance just projecting from this goddess's face. I'm not just a hot bod and a hot face. I'm, I'm a personality too, okay? I'm also a hot mind. Yes. People have said my brain can I melt. will burn it down. Yes. <laughs> they call me a fire starter for a good goddamn reason. Because I'm an arsonist, mm-hmm. allegedly. Yes. I've never been, never officially been charged with a crime. I dated a girl's but brother I did was it. an arsonist. What? And oddly <laughs> enough, their father was a firefighter. <laughs> oh, the, the ultimate, the, that's like the ultimate soap opera there. It's like betrayal <laughs> beyond belief. Kids seem nice, but, you know, I wouldn't trust them around a lighter or a or a trash fire or a tabletop charcoal grill <laughs> we'll see how it goes when we're Amen, s- we'll bro. see how many hot dogs we cook when we're getting sleeted on tomorrow in 30 degree weather <laughs> you ain't you ain't doing nothing um paranormal activity reboot ads underwater director so they're how just are gonna, they gonna what, are, what is that gonna sound like ryan so the gonna director's like, gonna be underwater the whole time yeah well they made like seven or eight of these movies it's like you're eating somebody's butthole <laughs> Jake, let me get off your face real quick. <laughs> so, so we yeah. go to the next piece of news. Oh, God. Yeah, thank go. God. Three. Glad to get, Choose a, life plan. get a little bit of air in there. Um, the Boys <laughs> Season 3 begins filming this week. Also found out that the Umbrella Academy started filming this week, too. And they actually took a picture behind the scenes. So that's cool. Those are I love The Boys. It's probably my favorite TV show right now. Definitely two of the better TV series that we got to watch last year. Um, Boys well, and Umbrella Academy season two. What's the one on uh, HBO Max? Uh, Watchmen. No, the other one. Uh, the Brendan sh- Fraser's in it. Sh- sh- uh, not the Suicide Squad. No, definitely not. Uh, the one with Brendan Fraser is the one where he's like a robot man, but he used to be like a NASCAR driver or some shit. You're looking it up. Uh, world's largest functioning PS5 costs over seventy thousand dollars. Wild. It is bought uh, by some this, fucking YouTuber. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, 10 feet tall and weighs about 500 pounds. It's about the size of a man, an Asian man with blue hair. Uh, the Doom Patrol is what you're looking Doom for. Doom Patrol, exactly. <laughs> the series of characters I had to type in on my phone to bring that up was DC, HBO Max, Brendan Fraser. <laughs> yeah. Doom Patrol, first result. I was like, Fuck I'm a yeah. fucking genius. <laughs> Look at this. Literally everything that we just said here <laughs> actually just happened. I wish I had the amount of blue hair and money that I, there's this fucking charge could just blow on just this fucking ridiculous stunt. $70,000. This We're going to put that. This is just like fuck. Also, why is it that much? Cuz it's not a real PS5. It's definitely just like fucking plastic and a couple of LED light strips that they've scaled up. Man, if I'm paying that much if money, it better be everything. It better you, be like a sex doll too. I better there better be a port from penis. Yeah. They could definitely make something like this for like 100 bucks. <laughs> There's no way it should cost that much money. Well, you know, they put love into it and made it. Yep. He's to be precise. Yep. It's 10, t- 10 feet tall and weighs 500 pounds. 
Mm-hmm. It also comes with a larger than life functional controller as well. Well, whoop de fucking do. He's going to be like Plankton playing the harmonica where he's got to run 20 feet and blow in one hole, run all the way where back and put that in play your house? the other. Exactly. You might as well live inside of it. You know what? You could probably buy <laughs> a shitty apartment for $70,000. You can get um, a fucking double yeah. wide. I mean, your that's PS a pretty good fi- down your functional payment on PS5 that also functions as your house. I mean, that's a car right there. That's more than a car. Ugh, man, fucking YouTubers make me angry. Yeah. Just this fucking. That's a guy who needs to have his blue hair chest shit with on. His blue shorts and his track jacket. And he probably his, dyes his pubes too. Yeah. His, his pubes are the same shade teal that we just happen to be using on our most current logo. I feel like, mm. you know what? I've changed my mind. I love this guy, whoever it is. <laughs> no, fuck that guy. Uh, Cruella. We watched the new trailer for Disney's Cruella. It's a prequel. Um, pretty much like glorifying a person that likes to kill dogs. They're like, um, what if Emma Stone was Margot Robbie, but Margot Robbie wanted to murder some dogs to make a coat. Um, what do you think about that? Um, that's not how Rough Riders roll. <laughs> not how Rough Riders will roll. I don't know what. Honestly, after watching this trailer, I have no f- idea what this movie is supposed to be. She's just trying to be a badass. And then she does some kind of weird like Hunger Games shit with her her outfit. She where did. She, comes- she had a dress on and it burnt off. And she's like, guess what? My hair's died. And now I got now I'm showing some cleavage. And now I'm ready to murder some puppies. What's up? You know, but it's Emma Stone. So I'm thinking maybe it'll be cool and they'll try to make it a little crazy. Surely she's going to be cast as some kind of sympathetic character. It's weird that this is a prequel set in like 70s Great Britain. But Hear me out. (laughs) What if they did a live action Disney villains movie or Disney princess movie? What is stopping the world from doing this right now? Disney princess versus villain movie. I'd be down for something. But then you'd have to have it like that story. would have to be compelling and like put together. Or a Disney plus series. Maybe who knows? I think Emma Stone will do well. Just like here's Rapunzel fighting Cruella Deville. Bitch. Chuck you out my horror. Um, Here's Wally fighting the beast from beauty of the beast. You know, famous but Disney he princess Wally and the Beast. I, I really didn't even go with Wally. Bill. What if they're just kicking Buzz Lightyear and Woody just all over the place? <laughs> um, speaking of throwbacks, we have Adam Sandler going to the golf course and swinging like Happy Gilmore. This kind of actually makes me happy. This wasn't my favorite Adam Sandler movie, but it just throws back to simpler times. Also, I love that Adam Sandler is a very rich man that still dresses like absolute shit. Oh, yeah. Does not care. (laughs) Well, I think uh, what was it? Rose McGowan was one of the first people to be like, yeah. Uh, In the contract, it said we had to dress nice. And then like he just dresses like shit. Yeah, he does not care. I thought he was wearing jorts. He's actually wearing about knee length, maybe flat front gray shorts that are about two sizes too big. And he's also wearing a 2XL polo shirt he's wearing some air jordans which are very expensive shoes but do not go with that outfit and he's also wearing some over the over the ankle socks because he doesn't give a shit you know (laughs) i kind of really like adam sandler i i think that he is fun i grew up with adam sandler him and jack black are very much the same to me that where i grew up and then i developed a disconnect 
And I was like, well, their old stuff's better than their current stuff. Yeah. And now the older I get, I'm like, you know what? It's kind of nostalgia. (laughs) Even Hubie Halloween. I know you didn't like it, but the ending kind of sucked for me. But overall, it was just a a thrill to see Adam Sandler just kind of doing his thing and being dumb. I don't I don't mind it. Just uh, also, if I had that kind of money, I'd probably buy a seventy thousand dollar (laughs) PS5. Yeah, he probably can afford to do that. I I admire the fact that a multimillionaire spends literally (laughs) no more than like ten dollars on the clothes that he wears. You just got to keep it real, man. (laughs) Stay humble. Um, Speaking of people that are not going to stay humble uh, or might have a planet sized ego at this point, Zack Snyder's Justice League just released its... (laughs) Can you polish a turd? That's the question. Next, his next and newest trailer where they show you some footage that's been color graded differently and be like, this is a different movie, isn't it? I feel like this would be like a Hamlet thing where you're like staring at a turd and you're like, to polish or not to polish? That is the question. That is the question. Anyways, I'm going to go stab my dad Um, or something. (laughs) So up front and honest, we are going to watch this. Neither of us have originally seen the original movie. Right. So I did not see it just backstory because it got a lot of bad reviews. And I was like, well, I'm not going to pay to see right. some stupid ass this movie. This was obviously pre podcast era. And we did not feel the obligation to see bad movies that we thought would be bad and didn't want to see. Yeah. Like little don't play that. Right. Little did we know. <laughs> Here we are. What would open ourselves up to just a three twice years as long later. <laughs> this is. Uh, we've heard several conflicting reports where originally this was going to be like a four part series and now they're just like, nah, four hour movie. So I guess this is just a bunch of footage that got cut. and did get reshot that they're just going to stick in there and they've put a new coat of paint over it. They put some more spikes on, on Steppenwolf. They put that Dark, fucker Jared Leto in there. Again. Dark sides, taller Jared Leto's, living in the future but he's still got access to ample amounts of make makeup yeah what the hell (laughs) what the hell i that's some bullshit don't think i'm into Zack snyder's edgelord bullshit where he's just that it's we're gonna diversify by giving them the same characteristics but we don't have to explain where they came from and how they got the means to be those characteristics like suck a butt bitch I can't wait till suck a butt is back in vogue and we can just say that I may suck even a butt. Cha- yeah I may even change the, the Dude, name of the podcast to that just suck, suck a butt, a butt. <laughs> I, every time but, I get it it's either nighty night bitches or suck, suck a, a butt. butt I just I don't it seems like Zack Snyder is an overgrown like 14 year old that thinks they're being edgier than they actually are and I'm pretty cool if you ask me. You'd be like, yeah, I, I fucking, I got, we got Batman swearing. I'm Zack Snyder. Yeah, people, Batman's going to say the F word. Yeah, I can't wait to see that in live action. Like I've never seen Ben Affleck swear on camera before. It's Have you be seen the town? Life altering moment. I have seen the town. <laughs> I don't Swears recall a lot of him swearing in that movie. Gone Girl too. Well, that's Hawkeye. He swore in that movie too. I know that guy said the F word. Yeah. Jeremy Renner. Yeah. He's like, I'm not Jason Bourne. Yeah. For this one movie. <laughs> or I'm not in, uh, what was it? Uh, Mission Impossible, which will not be filmed back to back now. 
Um, then we're going to film the last two movies back to back. Um, my mom just texted me. Apparently my dad is picking a splinter out of my brother's foot right now. So isn't technology great? I can view all that straight from my wrist. What you're, <laughs> she's videoing it. No, she just sent me a photo of my dad getting a splinter out of my brother's foot. Well, isn't that sweet at like 1030 at night? Yeah. What is your family doing at 1030 at night? Where they're clearly picking splinter? a splinter out of my brother's foot. You know, fucking weird. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm gonna tell you. Fact and weird, bro. What else? What else we got tonight, Ryan? We got um, a, we got a few more things. We got uh, we got fucking all yep. these. We got fucking, Mortal Kombat characters. They yeah, got their own. They got their own trailer. Who's your favorite Mortal Kombat character? Uh, who's the one with the big titties? None of them. Take your pick. Take your pick. <laughs> I am a big fan of Sub Zero. I don't know anything about Mortal Kombat. You're the Mortal. You're definitely the Mortal Kombat oh, guy on this. I'm podcast. kind of stoked on this, but I bet it's gonna be like B grade. But you know, I'll still fucking watch it. But um, the official trailer drops tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific time, which is tomorrow, show in less than out. 12 hours from now. Can't wait. So people, oh, I'm definitely gonna watch this tomorrow. Yeah, and hope for the best. But I bet it's gonna be sucky. Uh, uh Tim, you you got this one. Yeah, 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 I got this one. Tim Burton is uh, bringing Wednesday Adams to Netflix um, in a live action coming of age series. Am I reading this directly off the the Facebook? Yeah. Burton will also make his TV directorial debut on the sleuthing. Sleuthing supernaturally infused mystery that follows Wednesday as a student at Nevermore Academy. I enjoyed the picture. <laughs> They've kind of made her like a silhouette, but she's playing like she's playing a, a cello. cello with a knife. Yeah, and so like, she's gonna slice those strings right off. I can tell you right now, you're gonna want to use a bow. You're gonna want to rosin it well, or it's gonna squeak. Using a knife, that's gonna slice those strings. That's not a good idea. This gives me Lemony Snicket vibes. <laughs> it's definitely giving me some Tim Burton vibes as well uh i like that they also call it a live action series directed by tim burton but tim burton is written in purple i hope that it's spooky i hope that (laughs) christina ricci comes in and she brings in that role but it's gonna be like uh 21 jump street where she pretends to be like a younger version of herself but she's not very good like jonah hill and channing tatum exactly after he did magic mike loving that one I'm loving you. Golden Girls is going to be on Disney Plus. Thanks for being a friend, bitch. I love you. I like Golden Girls. Do you? (laughs) I have not watched it a whole lot, but that was definitely, I've watched my fair share of Golden Girls over the years. And that's just like comfort food. So I'm a little worried of watching it and then liking it and being like, you know what? I just need to give up on life. (laughs) I just need to retire to Florida. Just buy, own a bunch of cats. Maybe wait a few years. Yeah. Just (laughs) become a widower and just die. Go eat lunch or dinner at like five o'clock every day. Maybe that's too late. Maybe four thirty. That's too. That's too late. There might be some light outside. Um, There was a Nintendo. I guess the last thing. There was a Nintendo Direct uh, on literally hours before we recorded this, and Nintendo announced a whole bunch of whole bunch of stuff. We'll hit some of the highlights here uh, because unfortunately. Uh, there's not clearly every time Nintendo says anything, I'm like, definitely they're going to talk about Metroid this time. 
They're not. They're ne- they never are. I'm, no, not, I'm like, done. Jake I'm, wants it. I'm, he don't get it. I'm done being hurt. <laughs> Who hurt you? Nintendo? Okay. Repeatedly. Repeatedly over and over again. So this is kind of what, uh, a very quick summary of the stuff they announced. They announced uh, there's going to be a Fall Guys is coming to the Nintendo Switch. You know, great news for that game. They got real popular uh, last summer yeah. that people kind of stopped playing. Metroid has been out there for how long, Jake? Uh, well, there's this other series that also debuted in 1986 that is definitely going to be getting a proper 35th anniversary. It's Zelda. Zelda. Mario? Zelda and Metroid. That was last year. <laughs> Mario's 35th was last year. Zelda and Metroid's is this year. And I bet one of them is going to get something. <laughs> and one of them already has. Um, but yeah, f- there's going to be a, fa- a series called Famicom Detectives which the Famicom was obviously the orig- what the original Nintendo was called in Japan. And this is going to be a uh, basically a translation and port of a popular series that was only in Japanese previously into English. It's going to come to the Switch. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise, Mon- <laughs> Monster Hunter Rise uh, which does not s- appeal to me. It uh, doesn't look like it runs super great. But that's going to be out pretty soon. Uh, there's going to be a Mario Golf game uh, that's coming out this summer. Which looks like every other fucking golf game. Yeah, but there's Mario in it. And there's Peach and there's Luigi. And Toad. Toad's still back there. He's playing everybody, on everybody. Everybody's golf. That's probably funner. A game called No More Heroes 3. Don't know what this is. It's uh, about DC heroes that are no Hero more. Hero Girls. Teen Power. Uh that's going to be a thing that's coming out as well. Uh, I'm definitely running out of steam here. If you can't tell Metopia, which is a JRPG that originally came out on 3DS, which is now going to come to the Switch. You remember Mies from the Wii and the Wii U where you designed that weird looking character? Oh, and yeah. They were fl- that bald floating. black guy that just yeah. beat everybody and yeah. everything. Matt that just wrecked you in wrestling. Well, guess what? He's probably going to be in Metopia, so... Where he Just will also wreck you. Fucking hold on. I know you've all been asking for it. There's going to be some Mario shit in uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons. So if you want some pipes, if you want to lay some pipe, if you want to put on a mustache and lay some pipe and on an Animal Crossing Island, <laughs> you can do that now. Just give you me can some weird cold chills. You want to eat some mushrooms on an island? <laughs> this uh, Legend of Zelda Skyward yeah, uh, sword get, looks get kind of cool. One. Skyward Sword came out in 2011 on the at the very end of the Wii's life cycle. And I think a lot of people were not super stoked on it because it had uh, motion controls like every Wii game did basic, basically. But Which is strange that people would be upset about that. Well, I believe that they weren't upset about the motion controls. They were upset that they didn't play very well. Uh, so this gives a chance to actually you can play this game with a controller. You can play it in handheld mode. And they've also taken the time to remap it so that you can play with split joy cons yep. and fuck around with that. Because, you know, what Nintendo just can't quite call it quits on this shit, can they? <laughs> it, it actually looks the, pretty good from what I'm seeing. Uh, it's I think it got. I think it was well reviewed as a game, but also people were frustrated by the way that it, it played. Personally, I hope that they kind of do a bit of a remaster of several of those games for the 35th Zelda anniversary. I know a lot of people were like, they're definitely going to say when Breath of the Wild 2 is going to get a date. And I was like, the game's going to be come out in like three or four years from now. Well, they say that they're working on it. They said they're working on it. 
So, <laughs> which we discovered as we spoke to each other that we tell our bosses that we're working on things, and it really which just we means may have that, really not have started. Yeah, but you're working on it. Yeah, we, you thought about it at least. You I'm thought I'm about putting blood, sweat, and tears into it. Are you really with co no. with COVID something getting delayed or? I'm not, yeah, that's not a new thing to me, especially not in the game industry, but that's probably the biggest now announcement from the direct that in Splatoon three, mm-hmm. I've never played any of the Splatoon games, but people seem to like them. There's one for the Wii U. There was one that launched Splatoon two launched with the switch. So the fact they're making a third one that's supposed to come out next year, isn't a huge surprise. It is a bit of a surprise because Nintendo typically does not announce stuff years in advance. Lately, their pattern for the last year or so has been, oh, here's the game and it's coming out in three months. Uh, but and the I guess the good thing about that is that they don't say something three or four years in advance and then leave you waiting like Metroid Prime 4 or Breath of the Wild 2. I but- <laughs> detect some upsetness, <laughs> but, you know, at least their recent pattern has been to just wait till that game's done, basically, and then give you a date for it. So there's plus and minuses for for all of those things. But who hurt you? Ah. Uh, I real I was I was just hoping for that or maybe the Hollow Knight sequel. Some news on that, since that was announced about two years ago, and there's been nothing. They radio silence on that for yeah, a while. Yeah, I remember well. when you were really into that. I was so excited for that that there was a sequel for it, and they had a playable demo at E3, the last E3 that happened. Nothing, literally nothing since then. So. Anyhow, <laughs> any hoosers. Right, uh, last bit of music or news. Um, WandaVision is the most viewed TV show right now in the world. You know what? Mandalorian who? Well deserved. I like WandaVision. Is it's probably not my favorite thing that I've ever watched, but for some reason, just the time period that we're in right now, it seems to be scratching a certain itch that I wasn't aware that I it's because you've been eating too much bread and it's all the yeast. It's, it's all the yeast I've been eating. That's what I've been doing. Yeast infection. What, what kind of mad persons come up with that? I love bread. I'll never eat it the same again. (laughs) Sorry. Tangent. I think it's just mercifully short. They're, they're figuring out that they can cram quite a bit of story and lore into 20 to 30 minutes. No, it's like 30 to 40 minutes. Some of the, the first couple were pretty short though. They I, would be I've, like 22 minute show, 22 minute sitcoms with. There wasn't a seven lot minute credits, but yeah. But at the same time, I, I can't really, I could not chime in on that because we haven't gotten to the end of it. I don't know where it ends right. and where it takes off. It so it might suck at the very end, and you'd be like, you know what? I actually hate this. <laughs> or yeah, or maybe they just don't give it enough to take off. <laughs> uh, but in def- definitely every sin- I've enjoyed going along with it every week. I've been slightly frustrated by that week to week release. I feel like this is something I could have definitely watched over like a two day period, and probably been fine with, but. I guess there is something to be said about looking forward to every Friday and having a new episode of something. Same with Mandalorian. It's the same with the boys. It's that Saturday morning. Hey, I got my coffee. Hey, it's early morning. I'm going to watch my TV show like a kid. Things definitely kind of lose their specialness if you know you can watch everything all at once. 
Not entirely. Some things. I don't hang in anxiety. I will probably do that with Stranger Things because I understand the new season's coming out and it's supposed to be darker than the... uh, Are you catch... Have you watched any of Stranger Things? I have not watched any of it. Season one was pretty good. I literally have not watched it since then. (laughs) I have this thing. It's only because this fucking podcast that I watch things now. (laughs) And then you have to go back and watch it. You're like, oh my God, I forgot about that. Why would I do this to myself? It but makes, shit happens, right? It makes you more well versed on any number of things, doesn't it? You ruined my life. Yeah. Well, you know what? That makes both of us. Every time we have to watch something bad, I'm like, why am I doing this? <laughs> For the podcast, like the man who killed Hitler and Bigfoot. Yep. The man who killed hit. The man who watched Hitler kill Bigfoot and then himself and wanted to kill himself afterwards. Yeah. Thank God I was drinking during Bigfoot that. Bigfoot threw up in that man's mouth. That was weird. <laughs> That was weird. All right, Jake. So let's get to what we're doing this yeah. week. So quick review, quick review on on this one. But we both watched a John Stewart, a John Stewart joint on the old HBO Max. Uh, partly because we couldn't figure out what to do, and I was like, "Hey, Ryan, I watched this movie. Why don't you watch it?" And you're like, Perfect. "Sounds good." <laughs> let's how take long, the easy way out. How long is it? Definitely. All right, I'll definitely do it if it's an hour, hour and, and a half. forty minutes. <laughs> Uh, but we watched the John Stewart political comedy uh, Irresistible, starring a, a Mr. Steve Carroll. Carroll, yes, yes Steve, Steve Carroll. Carroll. Great young actor. I can't see what else. Can't wait to see what else he does in his career. Um, I think that young young kid's got a lot of promise. Yep. Too think, bad that he is not a young kid. I think he can definitely date someone that's thirty years younger than him, and it's not problematic in any sort of way. Um, I'm going to say nay, sir. No, no, nay, nay. Anyways, so basic setup for this is that uh, Steve Carell is a Steve Carroll. Excuse me, Steve Carroll. Get it right. Get it tight. <laughs> he is a Washington political insider for the Democratic Party, and he he sees a, a viral video, basically, of a of a man who is a former. Uh, he's a former. Is he army sergeant? marine something like that he used to be in the military and he's he's basically talking about uh he's he's getting angry at a small town in wisconsin for restricting voting rights to people basically they're requiring ids for people that are they're qualifying for welfare programs and he's railing railing against that and, and steve carell is like you know what you know we just hillary just lost to trump it's clear that there's some sort of disconnect here where we cannot talk to average blue collar Americans anymore. We need somebody who is, you know, hardworking, blue collar, respectable, that can echo the, the, the principles of our political party or whatever. Uh, he's also got a rival who is a Republican strategist played by Rose Byrne, who is great in this. And also in neighbors. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and she was in, uh, insidious. Yes. She, she's, she's great in this. But she she just plays this absolute snark of a woman who is just, she who's American. She is not American. Yeah, she's Australian. And she always plays American. Barely tell it. Her accent only slips some of the time. But yeah, she's just she, she, and she's definitely as this movie goes on. So basically, so basically, the setup of this is that Steve Carell wants this guy 
to run Carol. for mayor of this small town. Yes, Steve Carroll. Thank you. What's this guy to run for this mayor of this small town? And by this, he's basically wants to kind of elevate this to some kind of bigger, larger political movement within the whole country just by doing this. Um, and so it very quickly becomes like a red versus blue thing, conservative versus liberal thing. Um, but what you see throughout this movie is that the neighbor versus neighbor thing, red versus blue thing is very much a political institution of Washington insiders and is not necessarily the case in the actual people that are showing up to vote, which is a refreshing, if not somewhat naive take <laughs> on, or, or at least what should be a hopeful take on what American politics should be. We can disagree on things, but at the end of the day, we're all neighbors. We have to figure out a way to live together. And we know that the politicians are lying. Yes. And we know that the politicians are lying. We know that these political strategists are all liars. Even the the very introduction to this movie is the two is Steve Carell and Rose Byrne. They're both giving basically a rebuttal on a presidential debate. And instead of the usual them getting in front of camera and spinning whatever they instead they we're getting insight into their what they're really saying and they're just saying banks basically saying hey we're getting up here we're telling a bunch of lies fuck you america this is i don't care who you're voting for <laughs> this is i don't care what happened on stage even this is what i'm spinning to you um and so that's 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 the setup for this and i, I like john stewart's approach in that Clearly, John Stewart is not a uh, not going to be ever going to be considered a conservative activist on any point. But he's savvy enough to be like, you know what? Both sides of this deserve some blame for the stuff that's happening in this country. Oh, get out Night- of town. <laughs> Somebody it's- really willing to admit that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's acquit Trump. You know, he's probably he he didn't mean to do it. He didn't. He didn't really do, do anything bad either. Or people that are like, yeah, he did something bad, but. Maybe it's a technicality because <laughs> he's like out of office. <laughs> this is why people drink. <laughs> um, so it's this came out, I think, before the election last year. Yeah, um, I'd been meaning to watch it for a while, but I think that just the fact that the election well, was happening, it? maybe not want to watch it. Didn't they say something about Trump winning? Yeah, yes. but that was for the Trump and Hillary election. So it was directly referencing that, but it only really takes it uses that as a jumping off point because you get that great scene where it's like the morning after the yeah. election and he loses and Steve Carell has got all of his Alexas and none of them will turn off. No, his it's Google. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Google's shit. Which is kind of like how people <laughs> are currently with like, hey, tell the phone lady to shut up. And they're like, oh, I don't understand. Or Yeah. Voice recognition software is bad for the most part. (laughs) It tells me when I wake up, Uh, but But probably not tomorrow because we're probably going to lose power. Yeah, exactly. So, you know what? I have to wake up the old fashioned way, waiting for my cock to make some noise in the morning. (laughs) You're going to need to get your penis checked. Ryan, what do you like about this movie? (laughs) Well, I'm just going to go through what I remember of the movie. So the beginning. And and I'll chime in when I remember something that jogs my memory. (laughs) So at the beginning, um, I was prepared for both Rose and Steve Carroll's uh, (laughs) characters to be bad because they pretty much were just telling the truth. 
about politicians. They were like, hey, we just try to spin you around, keep you disoriented, and we're just going to pretty much lie to you, but it's a popularity contest, right? Yeah. Ultimately. So I initially my thought process was that, hey, don't like these people. They're gonna be villains. Uh John Stewart's doing this movie, so there's probably gonna be some thread of truth here where he's gonna be really giving like um his idea of what's going on in politics, but he's going to present it in a, a funny way. Right. Right. Um, it is a f- lighthearted movie and it does deal with some pretty concerning things in a funny sort of way, but the they're, they're ones that we live with and are yeah. obvious, but people just turn the other cheek, which always bums me out because I'm like, <laughs> why are people getting upset about Republicans and Democrats when you're really just picking the lesser of the evils? Because you have these people who are like, Hey, I'm going to fuck you over, <laughs> but I'm going to fuck you over a little less. Hey, I tried to fuck you over before it didn't work out. Instead of a sorry, like, you know, hey, I'm going to fuck you over too, but it's going to be in a different way. <laughs> Yeah, and I just, I don't understand what the defense is of that. Like, if somebody punches me in the face and someone kicks me in the nuts, I'm not going to be friends with I don't, either of those people. I don't people. like either of those things. I yeah, would I don't either. neither of those things happen to me. Yeah, so. If I had to pick. <laughs> like, come on now. Um, but then, so, Steve Carell, he goes to Wisconsin because he's found this guy um, through uh, YouTube and uh basically it just takes off and then you start developing love for him and then rose comes into play and it she shows up to support the mayor who's the republican incumbent yeah and they're kind of playing off of each other and it's just kind of interesting and ultimately you find out there's been a switcheroo at the end where the spoiler alerts from this point out oh yeah you'll probably guess you'll probably guess what's about to happen yeah, so, so. <laughs> no, maybe not. I the switcheroo was kind of different. Um, it was the people that they were trying to take advantage of, the politicians, because ultimately it was like Steve Carell and Rose, what's her name, Byrne? Rose Byrne, yeah. Um, wherever they are actually competing against each other and it's their parties, but they're basically using the local politicians in this town as chess pieces in their own as part of their bigger game. Yeah, but you actually kind of like Steve Carell in this movie and you're like, oh, maybe he'll settle into the small town and everything will be completely out of touch when he shows up. But you, it does seem like he's genuinely trying to help in the beginning. He's like, yeah, like this is fucked up. Like you've got some good ideas. I think you'd be a good candidate. I want to help you run a successful campaign. Yeah, well, I think I, I, I think that, yeah, it seems like he's trying to help out in the beginning. And I think that ultimately it's just like this person who's kind of torn because um, we also the guy who he is the pawn, um, the colonel, um, he says that he's done research on Steve Carell's character and that he likes him and he will actually go f- forward with it even though that ends up being a ruse right because right. they're just using them to get the money but i think that there's probably some aspects that the way the movie ends it just doesn't seem like he was a total bad person i don't i i think that what it's trying to say is that there are some big loopholes in our political system mm. and then 
which I know get out of town. Controversial statement for me to that make. That is damn. That son. there's too much money in politics, and that there's some big loopholes, mm, and that allows put that people stank to away, have that's people heavy. that have money to have some outsized influence on politics on politics and government. But definitely, it seems like it's trying to kind of thread the line between people that want to do the right thing, but maybe get caught up in winning versus losing as opposed to doing the right thing who would do a thing like that well you definitely get that from steve carell where you get you get the sense that he is a good guy that maybe it's a a little bit out of touch with blue collar america but seems to want to help but as soon as rose byrne shows up it immediately becomes no it's it's not helping this town it's beating the other side and we find out that he's willing to get to start doing some shady shit they have like surveillance and stuff where he's got he's imported his entire team from like Washington into this town that has they're like, able to look up yeah. like herpes and cats like herpes people's internet searches and, yeah where people people that are like looking at fucking uh you know their their search history and sending them targeted flyers and stuff they have their nuns yeah they're nuns because they were single women that were interested that did a lot of searches about birth control only to find out that they were nuns that they send it that they sent targeted ads towards and just stuff like that. He's he's also willing to he I think it was the the mayor's brother had a drug problem or something and they were leaking that to the press to try to make them look bad. No, he had a love child. He, yeah, it was it it was like a drug problem, and he had like a love child or something. Which Anyways. they like was a red herring because <laughs> that's not true. Yeah. It's all it's all sorts of all sorts of stuff where you don't get the sense that anyone is purely all good or all bad. Then there's a lot of gray areas. But clearly. Spoiler alert, the whole town is playing these two political operatives to pour a whole bunch of money into this election. And as it turns out, the day of the actual mayoral election, only two people vote and it's both of the candidates and so it's a split 50-50 vote and nobody else in the town shows up to vote and they just keep all the money to help rebuild their dying small town <laughs> which worked out in the end and then Steve Carell is like what and Roseburn is like oh, okay well I'm just going to go back yep to where I came from we get about three different fake endings. <laughs> yeah, but I think the last ending is probably the true, the, the canon ending. <laughs> yeah, and then also Steve uh, Carell's character kind of falls in love with the candidate that he's helping run. Uh, his daughter, who's at least like twenty-five to thirty years younger than him. Yeah, and you know they kind of paint that in the movie where in movies you're like oh they love each other it's right. okay it plays off with some hollywood tropes where normally yeah they typically will pair a younger uh a younger actress with a much younger or much sorry much older actor and but it's the always second ending kind was of funny it's always kind of creepy but yeah <laughs> the second ending was funny because he he fell in love with somebody and ended up with somebody who was yeah, his the, age. the lady who owned the bakery and he's just eating the blueberry scones in bed he's clearly put on some weight and he's got fucking icing and stuff crusted on his face i mean it'd be like that sometimes but then the the third ending that they present us i think is more fitting it's uh rose and steve um carell's characters and they're pretty much just like fucking yeah 
And I think it was definitely implied that they had hooked up before, because I think that that's probably a common thing is that people that work as these political operatives wind up going to same bars, Top they hang line. out in same, the same social circles. So that's not actually that surprising, which is, is weird in, in a country where the media and stuff plays it up. Like these people literally are, hate each other at, at their throats, but the majority of them work together go out together and stuff and it's kind of the public that is that reaps the i don't know the not the benefits of that but they reap what these people in the media and politics sow. so yeah anyways we're fucked is what i'm what i'm saying and i'm glad that that town stole millions of dollars from those political people (laughs) um the best line in this movie is whenever they're in wisconsin and rose shows up to steve carell's apartment and she's like whoever loses has to eat the other's pussy for an hour and steve carell goes well, you better get your bib because it's going to be chow time. <laughs> and then he's like talking to her. And I get Michael Scott vibes, right? He's like, you're going to be, you're going to be, you're going to be eating this dick. I definitely got Michael Scott vibes from this first, from this character where he's, he's right on that line of just socially awkward and inept. You can tell he's completely out of his element when he shows up to this small town of Wisconsin. He dresses the part. It's got New Balance. Right. And like the, uh, he's got a quarter zip on and like his yeah. fucking fleece shit. He, or- he walks into a place and orders a beer and a hamburger. A, he, order- he orders a burger and a Budweiser because he thinks that's what people in small town America just automatically default to. What do you think? People in small town America default to it. I think it varies by region. I think specifically, I think hamburger is probably a good place. In Wisconsin, the place was called the Hofbrau because that place was settled historically by German and Austrian immigrants. And they even say that we're Hamburg. They play Germany. Hamburger. (laughs) Duh. Yeah. Anyways, they they don't serve burgers there, apparently. They serve German food, and you see a guy in the background running across the street to get a hamburger (laughs) and a a Budweiser, and he comes back. But (laughs) I would say that wherever I go, I'm always going to order a Yingling. (laughs) I don't know what part of the world I will be at, but Yingling is the go-to. I can tell you in Europe, Brooklyn Brewery is strangely, extremely popular. Brooklyn? Brooklyn Brewery. Like when we say Brooklyn, we're talking about like East Coast, New York, Brooklyn. Very popular. Weird. Very. Yes. Very strange. (laughs) Right. Well, keeping East Coast. That's cool. Also in France, funnily enough, Budweiser is very popular because it's an American import. It's kind of like here when you get something where it's like Corona is a Mexican beer (laughs) or something like that, where it's just like the most popular, but probably not the the best best. yeah (laughs) this is just piss beer but it's the most popular yeah they're like oh yeah american beer kind of like politics you have piss candidates but they're most popular um overall what do you think about this movie my friend i enjoyed it i think it's it's a fun movie i think it deals with some heavy political stuff but it, it passes it off in a way to where you can kind of let it wash over you if you want to, but you can get into analyzing it a little bit further. But I think it's very well acted. Steve Carell is is great in this. In terms of his movies, 
They're not always the best, if I'm honest. His work in the office, I will never take that away from him. But some of his movies are not always Dan in real life. (laughs) Looking at you, Dan in real life. Yeah. Looking at you seeking a friend for the end of the world. Yeah, that wasn't good. Yeah. This is Foxcatcher, not a... Oh. Yeah. That was a brutal one, too. But I think he was trying to do something different. I kind of enjoyed Date Night. (laughs) I kind of enjoyed Date Night. Date Night's good. Dinner for schmucks. I was high when I saw that and I Uh, knew that was no good. 40 year old virgin is. Oh, okay. Okay. Book. No, that's, that's, that's funny. I think that's pinnacle funny. Um, but this is good. Honestly, as far as Steve Carell movies, they're kind of hit and miss, but this is a good one. It's well acted. It's well cast. I think it's well directed. A lot of good supporting guests. We have Topher Grace. Yeah. The Russian doll. Deborah Messing makes an appearance. Um, Rose Byrne isn't in it much, but the the scene she is, she's she absolutely owns it. You will so believe that she's (laughs) this awful character that she's portraying, lying about what town she's from. (laughs) The other mayor reminded me of Louis C.K. He definitely gave me some Louis C.K. vibes. Yeah, I was like, they would probably have cast him in this scene where he kept asking Steve Carell to watch him jack off. Yeah, it made things (laughs) weird. It was definitely a change of pace. Did we just make that up? Possibly. As in the deleted scenes. (laughs) That we watched (laughs) over and over and over. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think this movie was pretty good. Um, Not my favorite movie I've ever seen, but I would definitely give it like a six or a seven out of ten. I definitely think it's a watch. If you've got HBO Max and you're you want something a little bit more lighthearted. Maybe um, something a little smart too. Yeah. I think this is definitely a little bit a little bit smarter than a level of something like the campaign with Will Farrell and Zach Galifianakis where they're both running for North Carolina Senate. Yeah. But, I thought about that too. I was like, these are kind of comparable to yeah. like stuff that's like political it's, and saying shit's crazy. It's definitely something comparable. It's not quite as it's not quite as outright funny and slapstick, but I definitely laughed out loud a couple times and I think it's competently made pretty well acted. And overall, uh, it's a, it's a fun little movie that doesn't overstay its welcome. It definitely has a political agenda in it, but you know what? It's, it's not something that particularly bothers me. And I don't think it's a controversial thing to say that there's too much money in politics and maybe some of these people should fuck off. So, <laughs> yep. Or, aka, suck a butt. <laughs> suck a butt. Anything else you want to add, Ryan? Mm, no. Yep. Irresistible fun. If you have HBO, check it out. Great uh, John Stewart political comedy with a again a young up and coming actor Steve Carroll. Can't wait to see what else that guy does. He's gonna do amazing things. I feel. Guys, thanks for listening. Uh, please leave us a rating if you so feel inclined. If you feel it's once worth again, five we'll stars. fucking murder you yeah. if you don't. We will come to each and every one of your houses and invite you to fucking suck a butt. <laughs> yeah, we will pull your limbs off and then sit on your face and force you to suck a butt. Yeah, or invite you to. Who wants to do that Who's when you say, could just do you really put a five to- star? Yeah, do you really want to take that chance? <laughs> you don't because if you do, you will die. Uh, well guys thanks for listening as we say at the end of this and every episode of Almost Accurate nighty night bitches until next time folks nighty night bitches hold up 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.